Hey, Gary. Yes? Hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we explore core topics? Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. Hey, and let's call it Queer Nundrum. Oh my God, yes. Awesome. Please listen carefully. Welcome to our show, Quernundrum. I am your host, Holly Greystone. And I am your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorin Jr. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. It's hot here, but more importantly, how are you doing, Holly? We are finally warming up, although as I look outside this very moment, it looks like a thunderstorm might start. We'll see. Uh, but we're finally warming up where we wake up to 49 to 51 degrees in the morning. Oh, my in, God. I know. It's fantastic. And we're ending our evenings around the 65 range, which is also fantastic. I know that's not going to last forever. and We're eventually going to get probably another heat wave, much like we did last year, um, which ironically might also happen while I'm in Hawaii. So not when you go to Hawaii. Uh, not too long from now. We have um, an extended vacation, uh, what, two and a half weeks or so. We leave in when about- When you leave, though? <laughs> we leave in about two and a half weeks. So we leave the middle of June and come back middle of July. So, so you got almost a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So excited about that. Excited to- I, I will still work during that time. Yeah which I know sounds ridiculous to the people listening. They're like, you got a vacation and you're going to Hawaii. What are you doing working? Well, let me, let me explain. Allow me to explain. I had a job where that was already paid for and planned for. And I have since took a new job where that was not planned for. So I was paid out of my holiday that I had earned. And I had another portion of that based off of where I, where I was at in my accrual rate. And I would have had two weeks paid off um, a paid vacation to take yeah well obviously i don't have that when i switch to a new job there's like that six month period and blah 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 so it was approved that i would have this vacation but it was not approved that i would either work through that you know part-time and or not work at all and i don't want to not have pay i want to be able to have some way to pay my bills. So I have presented a, an option to my board of directors and we'll see what happens. So I, I'm going to work either way because we're all main Island people. And so we're going to wake up at four 30 Hawaiian time anyway. So we might as well just utilize that time. And we basically yeah. set a pot of coffee in the middle of the table and the three of us sit down and do our thing while the fourth one runs off gallivanting around the Island. The rest of us there get to, yeah. you know, we're going to work anyway. So right. might as well just make the most of it. So I'm waiting to hear back about that. But yeah, I'll be gone for a little bit. Excited about it. May have a heat wave here while we're gone it, back at home. Not mad about that either. <laughs> like I might miss it. We'll see. So what are you doing with your dogs? Is Kevin watching them or what? Well, I, I'm going to talk talk to them ironically that you mentioned that as we sit down to record desiree was going to join us in the conversation and she <laughs> is actually off rescuing him and we'll be back here shortly hopefully at the end of the episode we'll see 
So when um, family finally revolted against him, said we're sick of this shit. They're finally no. tired of him, and yeah, they just yeah. yeah, they just left him. No more dad jokes. No more. Stop. No more. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna see if the family can come over and help because my mother-in-law actually is gonna be here. She lives with us. Oh, now. I forget about I forget about that you got the that you got the the mom living. Yeah, so. and she she loves the dogs. They get on her nerves yeah. sometimes. They get on my nerves too. So. She, she will actually be here. The kids will come over likely and help with just exercising the dogs and, and just get, get tired of the mountains and all that. So they are going to be staying home, which is fantastic. I'm grateful that we have family that can watch them while we're gone. You know, it's all good. Yeah. I, I forgot about your mom, your, your mom-in-law being there. Totally space it off. Yeah. I, well, I, it's been I'm a minute since we, yeah, it's been a minute since we chatted. I think the last time we talked about it, we were looking at potentially buying a house. Oh, uh, you told me you weren't going to do that right now. Which we decided so I, not to yeah. do that. Yeah. Grateful. So grateful we're not doing that right now. Yeah. There's so many moving parts and so much of what we're doing with our life right now. It's nice to not have one more thing added to that. Oh yeah. Speaking of things adding to it, I have decided that since I work a mile away from my where I live, it's ridiculous uh-huh. to drive my car and then still have to walk two blocks because that's just how it is. Oh yeah. I can cycle to my job in about downhill less than 7 minutes. Back home 15 minutes. That's like you add that all up. That's about what I'm spending in my car, just driving, parking, walking, and vice versa. And it's healthier for you. And it's healthier for you. And you know that's been a that's been a goal of mine, especially navigating the the pain that I have, which I'm sure is exasperated by the extra weight that I put on during COVID. So it's like, okay, well, what can I do that I can add just a little bit of extra for health? I'm drinking red wine for good good cholesterol. Yay. But what can I, what else can I do? <laughs> what else yeah. can I do? Yeah, that's the entire reason you're doing your red wine. Good for you. Good, for Good healthy you. choice. Yeah. Good for you. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I miss um, going out to drink with you guys. Yeah, right. So yeah. so I started cycling again, which if you, uh, Gary here knows that our listeners may not know this. I was an avid cycler until cyclist until I had my injury. Uh, yeah. which was exasperated from a work injury and I ignored it. And here we are, it's whatever. And I wasn't sure, Gary, when I got on that bike last week, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure if I was going to remember how to shift the gears or if I was going to remember how to balance. Cause it's been three years since I've truly been. Yeah, on it's bicycle. been a while. So yeah. Yeah. But it came back like a pro. I not only knew how to shift down and up on the timing and the, and just, perfect cueing for going uphill downhill i was able to check my gear and and do it you know execute it safely <laughs> that loud noise you just heard was my wife entering the room no oh okay <laughs> well that was quick i'm impressed <laughs> she's very quick well um, that was good yeah so i'm gonna switch us up. i'm gonna switch us to an open mic here so we can all we can all hear each other and then we'll let then desert have to help out with yeah. her life We'll see. We'll see if she'll actually do that. We'll. See. Yeah, she needs to. I mean, not everything, but you know, just the basics. You know. Basics. So, so Des, thanks for joining us in our conversation. Um, yeah. uh, Gear Bear here is asking about what's up with your life. What's going on? What's new? What's haps? What's the haps? Oh my gosh. 
Well, I was in a costume contest last weekend. Um, I entered as a master's for the first time. Um, a master's meant that you had at least three um, prizes from previous uh, um, um, ceremonies or contests. Yeah, and so I have um, two um, best of theme, one third place overall, and then from Worldcon, I had a judge's choice. So I felt like I had to um, put in for the masters. Uh -huh. And um, and then I ended up being the only one, which was like a little of a letdown because there have been some fabulous masters costumes before. But um, the judges decided, even though I was the only one that I still would get awarded because they gave me perfect scores. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome i i had missed that they were giving that presentation and i was so focused on making sure that because i i was her assistant and uh -huh. so that meant i had to make sure she wasn't tripping on anything and that her dress was set properly because it's such a massive costume they call it they call you a uh, a handler costume handler yeah. so I'm handling right i'm doing my job yeah. and i'm like fluffing her out popping her collar so you're her fluffer is what you're saying i'm a fluffer right and so yes. i see that she's getting emotional and i'm like i missed something something happened so we leave the stage uh and then we go back up where we go no we're in conversation that's what it is and i'm like what was going on she goes i i won it's like well yeah obviously she goes no i got they said i got perfect scores and i'm like I just started getting so excited. I was like, oh, I mean, just so much work went into this. She was so well, well planned and organized. And I even finished before we got there yeah. with the exception. I needed to find um, some kind of lace up for the back um, to go in the grommets. And that was uh -huh. the only thing I did not have when we left here. Um, wow, that's really good for you, Desiree. Seriously. Oh, I know for a costume this elaborate. Yes, it is. And it's, this is true of every customer that, yeah. that have these kind of events. There's, there's that hopeful planner, right? It's like, oh yeah, I could totally get this done. And then reality crashes and you're like, you're pulling 18, 20 hour days to finish the costume. Yeah. I, read, I read a thing once that said that people who you know, especially like people who sew, but any kind of, any kind of projects, if you, even if you, oh, even if you try to plan for everything, the reason you get behind is because um, you are an optimist. So even if I say, yeah, I think this is going to take me 20 hours. So I'll budget for 40. It still could take me 60 hours because I'm an optimist. I think that, yeah, I can get it done. But this yeah. project, I really felt like, well, I started like, like I do all of my miscons. I started in January um, with the very beginning. And I had already, I had already made um, the, the patterns for the whole skirt with the exception of the, um, um, the waistband. So I had, I had already, I had done all my math to know where the stripes were gonna go. So I had already done my patterns. And then, so I had to cut them out. And I just, you know, to keep myself paced and not get overwhelmed, I did a few a night. And then once everything was cut out, then I sewed a few seams a night because this thing was massive. I mean, each seam, each seam, not only was it um, like five and a half feet long, it uh -huh. also was a French seam. So it had to be, it had to be seamed 
um, three times. So, yeah, those, those, I used to say just from a completely neophyte version of it, those costumes were gorgeous. Yeah. So, I just have to. So. There were a lot of really fun ones. Um, they had a lot, a lot of new people this year, which is really always fun. Um, some of them, like, you know, they just kind of threw together like three things from different areas. Some people just bought a costume and then entered the costume contest. Um, and then obviously the, the little gal that won, she must have done a lot of her own work. Um, she had this cute, I'm, I'm assuming it's some cosplay for a, for a video game. It kind of looked like a Princess Peach, but it, but not exactly. So I'm yeah. not really sure. But she okay. she she probably even um, styled her own wig, um, because there were some other costumes that were that were pretty good that were in that novice group. Yeah, but she was the one that won. So my guess is she did a lot of it herself, and I think that okay. gave her higher scores. Yeah, so she won oh, that well, category. The and gal that won um, for the intermediate, for the journeyman. She could have entered at Masters. She yeah. wouldn't have won, but she had done a lot of great Her, detail. Hers was amazing. I skill. saw her out, in the, out on the floor and I was like, yeah, she is going to be competition if she's in the Masters because her thing looked amazing. Yeah, and she ended up being a different class and then won that. And I have to say, uh, Gary, have you ever been... Before I go on, have you ever been to a, a yeah, Comic Con? You've been to MissCon, oh, right? I, I've been to, yeah, when I was younger, I used to go to that shit all the time. And hopefully next year, seriously, I'm going to try to make plans to come to MissCon. The theme for so. next year is Monster Mash. Monster Mash. So start thinking about your costume now. Yeah. Anyhow, or I'm going to worry about that and enjoy everything, but still either way. <laughs> what, I, what I really enjoyed, uh, uh, this is my second one I've gone to. The first one I went to was the Emerald City Con, which during COVID time was what 25% capacity, which still was a lot of people. And then this, this one. So they're drastically different. Like they're just drastically different. And in both cases, however, the, the amount of respect and camaraderie towards one another was evident. Like grand scale, what you hope in a star, star Trek world in reality type thing happening right here and now these conventions, people were just, they were so encouraging. Like the people who bought their costumes on Amazon and just threw stuff together were still treated with the same civility as somebody who spent time putting together a piece. A oh, little yeah. bit, of, a little bit of difference, you know, they recognize a French scene and the, the amount of effort that goes into that versus somebody who spends time online putting a piece together. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was just, I was listening to these people describe their costumes and they're they're a little bit on the spectrum and, and also just a little bit of stage fright and also just oh yeah nervous. you know nervous right and so they're explaining like oh i just i just bought this online it's it just i, I bought it online they're like okay well walk us through that process well i went to amazon and i and i put in the search term and and i just bought it online they're like okay so what inspired you to pick this character? What was your favorite part about this character? Well, I mean, the character yeah. is, you know, and so they really ask these great open-ended questions to yeah. encourage these yeah. people just to kind of share their story, their motivation, uh -huh. which I appreciate, right? Yeah. And I appreciate, we were in panels, we had gone to costume panels and there was this, this young human who would just, walk literally up behind the panelists doing their their presentation and be like hey guys um is this a 
is this a panel? What are you guys, what are you guys talking about? And we've been in the panel for 45 minutes to an hour. It's coming to an end. Yeah. And, and they, at least three of the panels, they, they had walked up and done that. And the panelists were just like, well, you're welcome to join us. We are talking about how to use Warbla and cosplay and how to do this in costuming. And, and while they're talking, people in the audience are grabbing him a chair and like gesturing to have a seat and just very, oh, yeah. very positive. And I love yeah. that. I love that inclusivity that they had for each other. And I just, we're all a bunch of nerds is nerding out at a con. And I, that's how I tell people, I'm like, it's a nerd fair. Don't you worry about it. If you don't know about it, it's too late. It's a nerd hey. fair. <laughs> we're all getting together. So it was, it was a great experience. I I'm looking forward to entering some contests myself and exploring cool. some, some new material to work with when I have a shop. As I look at my wife who has <laughs> stuff in the garage. So do I technically. So, you know, but hopefully I have a shop where I can work in. Uh, and we may have even additional space here in the, in the near future where we can work in. So yeah. looking forward to those opportunities as well. So yeah. Lots going. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, lots happening over here. You know, cycling has been great. That's what we were talking about just before Des walked in and just supporting her through, through Comic-Con, which is, or Miss Con, excuse me. I was going to say, <gasps> oh, <I> <laughs> <wish>. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Maybe someday. So uh, you know what? Enough, enough about me, Gary. What is going on with you? Well, first of all, uh, today is a cool day here, and it only reached eighty-nine degrees. Um, next week we have a high of one hundred and five. One of those days with great amounts of humidity. So I'm just Ooh. so looking forward to that. So <laughs> I'm so glad you moved there and not me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, dealing with that. Um, Work is going okay. It's uh, we've been finding out some things that are happening, um, which not thrilled about. But you know, it's you know dealing with it. Uh, Dean's doing great. If we could all start as all of our podcast listeners could start trying to convince him to quit smoking, I would really appreciate it. If that could be our group goal, I would. We're not allowed to have physical violence, correct? No physical violence, but All just, right. you know, a guilt stare I'm good with, you know, just saying. Okay. That, that kind of stuff, you know. Just, I would just threaten to take all the pizza away. Yeah. <laughs> so, dealing with all that, um, the cats are, you know, they're great. Um, so, which kind of leads, I do have something to talk about, um, kind of more in a serious about Dean and I, that I thought oh. you guys should know. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, um, I accepted a job at the University of Idaho. I'll be back there by July ah, 1st. What? Ah, what? Ah. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I, I misheard you. You said you're coming when? When are July you July 1st. Here? You're going to be gone. So ah, yeah. ah. The son of a bee. Yeah, oh, so yeah, we... You, where you are just, you? you have a, what? We have our bed until we get back. No, he can't sleep. Wait, wait hold on. Oh, yeah, so sure. We, <laughs> oh my God. And we'll change our sheets. So, holy shit. Yeah, do you have a place? We need to talk. We need help. Um, Man, like, what the... Well, uh, actually, yeah, Tracy... Who knows? Yeah. Uh, who knows Tracy, about this? Okay. Because I had to check that she she had already, in, in long ago, said we could stay with her with, with the animals. So that's taken care of now. And... Um, my boss knows, and then you guys. 
So that's where we're at. And all of your <laughs> all of, of, of our fans, all of our yeah, listeners. yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, but yeah, Dude, so that's, that's yeah. freaking huge. That's awesome. <laughs> How did you hold this under your hat for so long? I have. It's been three weeks of pure hell because this has been going on for three weeks with negotiations and shit. So <laughs> no <Wow>. idea. <laughs> but I wasn't until I knew for sure it was happening. I didn't want to get anybody's hopes up. Well, we have. So. We need to talk because there's <laughs> there's, just, there's just some things you need to know off offline. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah, so no, um, that I'm going to be the uh, the director of catering. So it's a okay. uh, um, it's a, it's a step above where I was in catering at WSU, and I'll be like the person. I'll be the pretty face who books Aww. the clients. And we need pretty faces. Um, but yeah, so that's and so yeah, and doing all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to be uh, doing that, and um, just actually. Talk about yourself for a second. My my um, new boss just sent me a text. I have to respond to just one minute here. So, oh wow, we're in the middle of talking to our fans, and you can't wait five seconds. <laughs> Listen to this nope. guy. No, this guy all fancy and prancy, and just like I gotta respond to my boss right to, now. And I have to move back to Pullman. <laughs> I know area. we're gonna have to talk to him about that thing. Yeah, the other the, thing. That thing. Yeah, that thing. Okay. I think that the one that back. the one that we're oh. talking about. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming we're gonna have to talk. Oh, are you back with us? I'm sorry. Are you are what's up? Hello? Uh-oh. Uh well, fellow listeners, Gary has disconnected himself from our podcast. So we're just gonna let that ride. That's what happens when you multitask. Let me just tell you how that works out. When you multitask, you're actually just task switching. You're not truly multitasking. Are you back with us now, Gary? He's trying to connect back with us. I'm guessing the heat in Texas is taking out his internet. Are you back yeah, now with back us? Yeah, back on. Sorry. Yeah, oh. it, just everything. Just I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, so yeah, so I'm back now. Sorry. So, I'm back. Um, but so you're gonna be. Um, we'll be discussing stuff. I'm assuming off error that we can't discuss on oh, well while you were gone i already told everybody about it who is listening so you're gonna okay. have to, you're gonna have to listen to our podcast <laughs> when i drop it so sorry uh, yeah whatever yeah uh -huh. whatever but, no but that's that's great news that's amazing yeah. i'm i'm so excited for you uh before we move on and talk about our topic of the day was there anything else you wanted to share with us other than that amazing freaking news and hanging up on us <laughs> well just Actually, just the fact that that think about it now, Holly, we'll be able to be in the same room to do this podcast. Oh shit! I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hadn't thought about that until you just said it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to put some pants on. We'll. I'll get back to you. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start. Yeah, me too. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that means uh, our next our next podcast will drop, and then after that, our next one will be in person. Well, no, not quite then, because this is because I will be here. I will get into the Pullman area. It's going to be a close switch over. It'll be about the 25th. I'll get there, 26th, and then try to get ready quickly to. Yeah, to, well, we're, we're gone anyway. So we're not. Yeah, so I guess I'm saying, yeah. So, 
So yeah, so yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, unless unless I podcast during my vacation, which I do yeah. love our listeners enough that I would actually do that. I would say just take the time. You're going to be doing enough work. I'd say let's that's just true. let's you know. Sorry. Yeah, I would say no. So and, that would probably yeah. So, but yeah, so no, but I'm going to be moving there, and we'll be eventually. While I were staying with Tracy, I'll be looking for a house. And um, we know a human who could help you find a house. Very um, good at it. We also yeah. come, we we just need to talk offline. We'll we'll talk yeah. offline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so white, we should be able to do more sharing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, um, but yeah, so that's what's going on. And then, um, before we get to talk about Grace and Frankie, though, did you have some queer news you want to talk to us about? Yeah, I'll drop into some drop into some queer news. All right, this shouldn't be news to any of our listeners, but maybe it is. Happy Pride Month. You're welcome. It's Pride Month, y'all. This episode is dropping in the first week of Pride Month. And I'm so freaking excited. I have seen a lot of um, just so much overwhelming support in our own community, but also just in general. Like I've just seen, you know, different states, different organ, different companies come out in support of just our community especially when you got this whole bullshit going down with we can't talk about we can't say gay it's not okay whatever yeah i have so many negative like just i could go down that negative route i i will say i will say one of the sad things to me is that the best and the worst states for lgbtq uh, has become more divided because of that don't say gay report that's come out oh um, hell yeah we're seeing <laughs> we are seeing a lot more division which we were seeing division on a political and global aspect to begin with it's, so it's not that surprising that it would bleed into these other areas of our lives so amidst all the wave of anti-lgbtq legislation we're seeing gaps between states that are welcoming to the LGBT community and those that are not, and it's becoming wider. And that lack of progression may lead to a, a drain, just an absolute drain on, on the advocates and our allies, our straight allies, and just allies in general. And, and that's true of any case, right? As we get inundated every single day, the fight for equality and the fight against you know, anti-discrimination, just gets, it just gets hard. And I don't know the fix for that. All I can say is that I can love on those people that are doing the work and continue to look at that light in the, in, at the end of the tunnel, as it were. Um, we have seen this before. We've seen this played out in history over and over again, where it looks like we're going to lose all of our rights and it's just going to be this hellhole. And then there's this huge pushback, largely by women, um, push you back in the community saying no we're gonna we're gonna fight against this and and it just swings the pendulum swings across the other way and we start seeing forward progression and I, I just I encourage people to stay with it as best I can it's I know that we have we have a lot of a lot of things to be concerned about but we also have a lot of things to be celebrating for and I think pride month is a great time for us to highlight that and talk about it and I'm very excited that we have a podcast. This is our second year in our podcast talking about queer conundrums because every every community has conundrums. And the fact that 
we get a whole podcast where we get to talk about history and terminology and popular culture and the news and politics and just the overall just conundrums of our community it's it's amazing like we are a diverse group of people and um, I'm just so grateful that we get to share our voice and our stories with you guys and vice versa because we love hearing from you and learning from you now on that wonderful note Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh, oh good lord <laughs> how do you even say that name because listen, she out. this person, this human is doubling down on their anti-LGBTQ uh rhetoric. They are they're basically trying to take Pride Month away. They're saying that they need to that we need to end Pride Month. Okay, listen here, bitch. Pride Month is a celebration of everybody. It is to be loved on by everybody. It just happens to be primarily for us gays so back the fuck off yeah companies are making money off of us we're booming the economy everybody's out dancing and celebrating we're gonna find a way to celebrate if they try to take pride month from us do it we're gonna find another thing to celebrate we're, you're not gonna take it from us you very sick and unhealthy human being that's how i feel about her mm, honest opinion right. listen fight back it we don't need to we don't need to we don't need to talk about Here's this a anymore thing that just popped up on my screen it says gay pride was not born of a need to celebrate being gay but our right to exist without persecution so instead of wondering why there isn't a straight pride movement be thankful you don't need one Mic drop. oh yeah yeah it's, right it's so true I, and then people do to. they're like well we don't get to we don't get to have a a straight straight march well that's because you're persecuted want to you want to be persecuted line up we'll make it happen don't don't actually do that supreme court right now is looking at a decision on whether or not businesses can refuse lgbtq couples for same-sex wedding services does this sound familiar it should because it's been going on a lot well before trump and all that shit that's kind of been a fallout from that it's the same conversation. It, it's basically there's legislation trying to push for a final decision, and SCOTUS is in is in the middle of having to make that make that decision. I don't know how it's going to shake. We'll see what happens. Whatever. Um, I rather just focus on definitions that every ally should know for Pride Month. You know, all year long. Here's some things you should know. Um, the there's a oh there we go. Uh, LG. BTQ is an acronym for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. And if you want to know what the A is for the IAQ uh, version of that is intersex and A for asexual, aromatic, or general, uh, agender. And wow, agender. <laughs> wow. Just say that three times, three times fast. You can so usaatoday.com has a great story that was just released today on the LGBTQ glossary and ally learn language. It actually has a much what we talked about on our show. It breaks out the definitions of what queer is, gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, gender identity. It references the GLAAD and how they define uh, said person gender role, gender expression, pronouns, neo-pronouns, transgender, gender dysphoria, cisgender, binary, non-binary, two-spirit, 
and so on. And I'm not going to go into it here because it's not it's not the point of this particular episode, but I encourage everybody here to check it out. I will drop it in our notes at the bottom of our show for you to check it out. Again, it's usatoday.com and is the story on LGBTQ glossary ally learn language. Wonderful article. Uh, I look forward to sharing the information with you guys. And I'm going to roll this right into, I, I have some little fun tidbits on our show when we get to it, but I'm going to let you, Gary, take it from here and roll us into the topic of our show. Well, today we are talking about the wonderful show, Grace and Frankie, which started in May of 2015. And just now, about two weeks ago, dropped their last, sadly, last season, their seventh season, has dropped the last seven episodes. And the reason we're talking about uh, Grace and Frankie is because the main theme of the show was about their husbands leaving the two of them because they were actually in love with each other. And they came to this conclusion and finally did all this when they were in their 70s. And so while we're talking about the queer part of that, it's just also I thought we'd open it up more and just talk about showing that you can have a sex life into your 70s and 80s. They've shown this and later on. So that's, that's true. Um, yeah. And the fact that we have in this, we have Lily Tomlin, mm-hmm. who is, you know, all hail Lily Tomlin. I mean, she is one of the, the trailblazers for, for where we are to this day. She never, I mean, for years, she never came out and said she was a lesbian, but she never denied it either. And that's amazing for when she grew up in. And so... And she and her wife have been together 50 plus years. I mean, come on, that alone. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, you can't, you, you have to, you have to love them as a couple for that reason. We have Jane Fonda, who is a huge mm-hmm. uh, person of uh, helping out all areas, but a huge person for, for dealing with queer rights. She is a big outspoken person. And then, we have, you know, we have Martin Sheen and Sam Watterson, who both been very vocal all before, all before Grace and Frankie, helping with the queer cause. They've been right. very, they've done marches, um, very active. Um, Lily Tomlin's wife is Jane Wagner. I want to make sure you get that in before we, we, we forgot about her because she has, she has written all of her shows throughout the years when she has done one of her one woman Broadway shows, Jane Wagner was the one who wrote it. She also did a, and they admit a very bad movie called moment by moment, which starred Lily Tomlin, John Travolta, which was a terrible movie, um, <laughs> which maybe, maybe Desiree knows about, but I know Hollywood have no idea about it. was a terrible right now, movie. You are Do you know what the movie is? Listen, you're making a lot of assumptions. I do okay, not. do you know what the movie is? No, absolutely not. So whatever. So shut the fuck up for a second here. <laughs> but to be fair, neither does Desiree. <laughs> and I, you know, I said I said maybe she knows. And the only reason I know is I'm just I'm a fucking I'm old-timer. a you know I'm an old timer. But also the fact that that's like where my nerd nerdness goes the most is into those into those areas that I 
know all that kind of shit. So it's a terrible movie. It it killed both of their careers for a while. It, um, Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, that's uh, really bad. Yeah, John Travolta didn't have really another true hit until he did Baby Talk. Oh, and Lily Tomlin it was nine to five. Uh, and Lily Tomlin, she went five years. John Travolta went seven, eight years without having a true kind of hit or just they both went through some bad times there so because of how bad that movie was um but anyway so what are your feelings about i'm going i'm going to go off on history i'm going to nerd out bad what are the two of your feelings about grace and frankie do you want to start this sure um i i i have loved it from the very get-go and um I I think the characters are great. I think the writing is amazing. So um, smart. The, the music, you know, is fun. Um, there's probably there's probably only a couple of characters I'm not real crazy about. Um, I don't like um, the girl who married. Oh gosh, now I've forgotten everybody's names. Um, the one who married. Are we talking? Uh, uh, his real, are you talking about, uh, I cannot pronounce oh. what saying here. But, uh, so his real name is, is Baron Vaughn. The, the yeah, Baron Vaughn's character. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I don't I mean, like that. I don't like his wife's character. I do not like that character. She's annoying. I, I thought, I mean, she's mellowed for sure. But the fact that they, you know, that that was what the relationship and it's fine, whatever. It's just, that is not how I would have wanted it. Um, I love that Brianna has has mellowed a little bit. Um, she was a, a little, little bit, bit. <laughs> a little bit. She was a, a lot intense initially. Yeah, she's now you know she's still. I mean, she's still a number one bitch, but she's you know she's yeah. a little. She also she's has a, a little, tender heart. Yeah, she's a little more lovable now. Um, I mean, all of the characters have definitely grown up. I mean, when you if you go back and watch it from the very beginning, you get this whole, I mean, Grace was a complete bitch to Frankie. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she was a bitch to her ex and she was a bit, I mean, you know, she was just obviously probably a low-grade alcoholic, you know, um, and, and just really was kind of that... Um, you know, very nitpicky about everything. Everything has to be perfect, especially when your life isn't perfect Then everything has to be perfect. So I really appreciate that they have, that there's been a lot of um, growth for all of these characters. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, I just, I just really appreciate the show for that, um, that we love the characters and they allowed them to grow. And I think that's, you know, good on the writers, good on the actors. Um, yeah it's it it's very cool and then as a costume designer i would be remiss if i didn't say that you know they have just nailed both frankie and grace's costumes of who they are and um the juxtaposition of the two of them and um and it's just been i mean it's just been a delight and i'm going to be very sad to see it go i will say that the ending i won't spoil stuff but the ending it's nice it's kind of, I, I'm going to throw it in there, um, almost as good, not quite as good, but as Shit's Creek ending. So I'm going to yeah, put Shit's it in that. Creek is hard to beat. That was such so, a, yeah. an amazing series. And and for me, I feel like, yeah, we, 
and hopefully this isn't a spoiler after seven seasons, um, we have this show where these two women ended up be, you know, hanging out as buddies because their husbands hook up together and they're, and they're bitter. They're angry. They're upset that their husbands have been cheating on them, not cheating on them with another man, but cheating on them, period. And so we see that sometimes played out in people with people who have uh, spouses that cheat on them with a, a same sex same sex individual. And they're like, I wasn't man enough, or I wasn't a woman enough, or I wasn't whatever. And it, this, they didn't really, they didn't really have to go into that or didn't go into that with these characters. It was just like, what went wrong in the relationship? What happened? How did we, how do we not know for 16 years, you guys were having an affair. And, and it was more about just the affair itself and how that, that relationship between the two had between the couples had just developed the way it had developed. And I appreciate that it didn't demonize uh, our, the gay community as it were, because it easily you could, you see that in previous renditions in, in, in Hollywood where it's demonized and it was humanized, you know, it's, it's, I don't condone it. It was, it's something that the show has played out and they obviously reached resolution in their, in their relationships. And they felt like the writers did a really good job helping tell that story and help create that sense of, of healing between the couples and that they all can be friends moving forward. Certainly not always the case in real life, but in this case is a possibility. That's also the case in any, in, okay, well, first of all, I mean, Dean and I both went through that with our exes, you know, and so where, you know, there was a point where, no, it wasn't great, but we're in a much better place now because as you get older, you heal and you move on. But also that's in most, that's in most, you know, marriages, if it ends for, you know, if there's an affair, whatever is going on, that usually there's that time frame where you're not going to be together. You, you, but hopefully, especially if there's kids involved, if there's that you, can maintain sensibility and actually leading into a better relationship. And I agree with uh, Desiree on the fact of with uh, Jane Fonda, her character was a true bitch and true, you know, just Mark to Martin Sheen and everything, just terrible. And by the end, I love how you've seen them develop a caring for each other that they didn't ever have before that they, cause they're actually in a better place. So I, I appreciate all that about it too. So. Fun, a fun fact before we move on, Martin Sheen's true name is Ramon Antonio Gorato Estevez. Yep. Yeah. And that's why and, really Estevez goes by his real name and Mark and Charlie Sheen doesn't. So yeah. Right. And then on right, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah. oh my God. I did. That, yeah. Of course that's right now. And then on the West Wing, they had so he was on West Wing and Matthew Santos plays um he plays the the president elect in the 2000 in 2006 uh -huh. in the in the tv series and they have him down as the first hispanic but in reality the actor martin sheen's character would have actually met that met that you definition know, do you I, know what the other correlation is of, of from the west wing uh -uh. that leads martin sheen and lily tom are both on the west wing oh oh like sure that. yeah okay yeah. cool and yeah, somebody also, just told it told me yeah. about that as I was walking out of the restaurant. I was like, "Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go do a podcast on Cornundrum. We're gonna talk about 
um grace and frankie and someone like oh did you know that martin sheen and then just told me i'm like no but i'm going to talk about it on the show today so and i'm going to suggest that if you've never watched the west wing i would it's not queer in any way shape or form i think there might be one brief thing about it but it is a true liberal's wet dream to watch that show from beginning to end it's a it's a wet dream for a liberal it's it's, okay it's continued to work yeah Warm, fuzzy places, it's wonderful. So I would suggest right. just watching for that reason. I, I've watched it several times between the George W. time and then the Trump time, just to go, okay, I, I, you know, I can think about this in my perfect world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same, same uh, thing with uh, Madam Secretary in some ways. You know, and I got to watch that one. And that actually, we should talk about it on the show because they do have, uh, they do have a queer character on that show. Yeah, yeah, towards towards the end of the series, yeah. and then that character ends up being on very similar character, ends up being on another show recently. God, what was it? Oh, well, the same actress is on. Same, um, same actress, yeah. She's on the the Sex and the City reboot, whatever they're calling. Yes, that. yeah, Sex and the City reboot, and then there's another. There's another. We'll get into it another time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but great character, great actress. Oh I oh, love. Yeah. I love that. Sarah character. Ramirez. Yeah, so oh, good. So good. All right, now we can turn the mic over to your geekiness. Go. Oh, well, just really talking about, so I love the fact that the correlations here are that we have Martin Sheen and Lily Tomlin who are both on West Wing. We also then have Jane Fonda and Sam Watterson who are both on the the, um, series The Network. So there is that crossing over where they all have worked together before. They all wanted to work together again. That's why they're all working on the show together. And so that's, that says the level of, of the fun that they get to have on the show and how much they respect each other because they've all been in this industry for years. And do you know who one of the creators of this show is? I could look it up, but you're going to tell me anyway. Oh, well, no, it's, it's uh, Marta Kaufman, who is one of the creators of Friends. Oh, gotcha. So that's... Oh, yeah. Okay, that's why that name looks familiar. Yeah, and so, uh, and that's how we got several, that's how, like, we got Lisa Kudrow had it had a little arc on, on season three, I do believe, of Grace and Frankie. Uh, we have uh, Ben, I love the fact that we have in here, not just talking about all the, I mean, the queerness, which is wonderful. You love the queerness. I love the fact they talk about, they talk about women and female masturbation. Yep, yes. I love the fact that they talked about the fact that as we get older, the toilet needing a better toilet to get to get up and out of the you know of that yep. i yep. love the fact that they show again they show these these rich older characters going through uh, and i think it's stuff you haven't seen yet but it's not i won't get into big spoilers but no it's where fine, don't. they go they go to the uh they uh grace frankie go to mexico yeah. to get cheaper drugs for for the rest of the people at, at the assisted living place that they're they where they were yeah, living because they recognize that they have they yeah. recognize their privilege and they have access and yeah. they're like we got to help these people and yeah. yes and i think that uh in particular lily tomlin is a great uh reason that she's a perfect stereotype to put up against it where you have people grace say is, that grace is not <laughs> well no i mean about lily tomlin and the fact that she is a she is queer but on the show, oh. she plays a straight woman, and does it believably. And so I, I don't, and I don't like, I don't like when they talk about, 
I don't like this whole thing where only queer actors should play queer characters. I think there's a time and place for that. There are certain things that, yes, that should be done by a queer person. Yeah, we talked about this before on our show. It, it should be on the on the merit of the actor yeah. and, the, and the selection of the director to say, Me, yeah, yeah, this is, this is yeah, exactly, to, to make that selection. Ideally, yes. I mean, if, if you have if you have equal auditions and, and all things being equal, yeah, certainly select the person who represents that role. But if it's not all things being equal and you have, let's say, a, a straight individual who's doing an amazing job in the role, it's about the integrity of the show. It's about the integrity of that story. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that person. Do you feel the same about trans? And see, that's where I always, I get a little iffy with it. That's where um, I will say that watching uh, Dallas Buyers Club and coming from, I'm not a trans person, I thought that uh, Jared Leto did such an amazing job in that role. Um, But again, I I get where they're all very upset about him doing that role. Well, my feeling, I, I feel like that with something like that, I think until there is, appropriate representation it makes more sense to use people who are actually trans maybe in 50 years we can just use the best actor you know and and trans people can play either role and um and you know they could be male or female whichever they want whichever they audition for you could have straight people playing trans you could have you know i think i think 50 maybe maybe that's a little generous i'm gonna take 100 um, if we're all still here. Um, but I think right now, while there isn't enough representation, I think it makes sense to um, have trans people play trans. Um, and I agree. I'll even go back to Felicity Huffman doing Trans America, where it was the critics, they, the critics loved it. Mm-hmm. It did at the time where I couldn't verbalize why, but it bothered me. Mm-hmm. And I understand now why I, that could have been played to much a deeper level, I think, mm-hmm. with a true trans person in that role mm-hmm. i always and i always say as much as i love again but where you got lily tomlin who is so believable in the role and especially has these men wanting her and, and that she is in love with these men then you have the and i always say this though on the other side of it i i would have loved to see a version of grace and frankie that had richard chamberlain and george takei playing the couple you know, I, I think they might have brought layers to it that, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, I mean, that would have been something I would have loved to see, especially when there were actors out there who, in that age range, who, right. Tab Hunter was still alive when this, when this all happened. So there, there were actors who were out and proud by that point that I would have maybe liked to see them do it. And I, don't get me wrong, I think the two of them did an amazing job. I do think I, I there might have been some nuances that that they would have brought to it. That's, Perhaps you know, so. or or and or and and <laughs> we can see a we can now see more shows played out that way now because yeah. we've seen how successful a show like this is. Mm-hmm. We haven't we've have we do have a lot of things in Hollywood now where we're seeing a lot more representation. But seven years in this in this particular style, we haven't really seen as I mean, besides Shit's Creek, we really haven't seen it. And so, and this came out around the same times as Shit's Creek. There was a little bit of an overlap there, um, 
And so maybe we do, maybe we will see that. And who knows, it could have been a budget thing. It could have been an availability thing. It could have been- uh, I doubt budget had anything to do with it. It could have been- an, Right, but or it could you. have been an interest, you know? Someone, yeah. they could have said no and they, it doesn't matter. It's we're not involved in the discussions. I, I, but I do love entertaining the what ifs. Of what would this look like if Georgia K had been one of the actors in the story? It would have been amazing, I, right? Right? <laughs> right? So I, I, I don't know. I can see where you're coming from on that. Um, I, and I, I have to that, say, they both premiered the same year. Schitt's Creek premiered uh, February 2015. Grace yeah. and Frankie premiered May, uh, May 2015. Mm -hmm. So very, very rewrite. It's very right next to yeah, yeah, a lot of overlap. And I, I have, just so our listeners are aware, I have noted that my wife said 50 years to 100 years. We will be having a conversation offline about that. I, I'm like, <laughs> where are you going? We, that wasn't a part of the negotiations. Anyway, um, I, I hope it doesn't take more like united states i i know i know i i am that. hopeful that we have enough people that are going to just say enough of this bullshit and just start kicking out the garbage and be elected into a position where they're actually serving the people and taking care of their people so i'm 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 more hopeful than, all right pollyanna yeah i'm the pollyanna i'm saying within the next 20 years we'll we'll have we'll we should say some, some positive. I, boy, it'd be wonderful, but just looking at where it's taken the LGB part of it to get to where they are, I get where Desiree's coming from. I so do I too, but I also so. believe in the rule of exponential. Yeah. You have at this Well, that's point, why she's saying 50 years, not 150 years. Uh, fine. All right. Fine. I, you, <laughs> I know just, I, you know what? I love you guys. We're moving I love on. You too. We're moving on. I'm going to get fighting words over here. Okay. Let's go. Come on. You already um, lost. Um, you already lost. You got no house. <laughs> moving on. Like I need a house. I've got the love of all my friends, bitch. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Ooh, sassy. What a sassy gay man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who knew? Come on. <laughs> um. But I, I mean, really, so I, th I think in, in wrapping this up, just saying how much, you know, this where we get wonderfully passionate. This is was an amazing show from beginning to end. The last episode, which is not spoiling anything because it's all over the internet. If you haven't heard that one, it's Dolly Parton's in the last episode. What? Um, you just spoiled so, it for us. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so. Not yet. We'll you had it's all over the internet. If you haven't seen that, then I'm sorry. That I'm not telling you no, what she's there fine. for. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I know it's it's very cute. I can't so. help it that I have to choose between Star Trek, uh, New Worlds, and Netflix. <laughs> Grace and Frankie. I'm like, uh, oh, and remember, Umbrellas Academy is coming out soon that too. That's like crap. There's just so much. There's it's good so stuff. hard to watch. <laughs> You know, I have to give up my job just to watch all the TV that's out there right now. So, <laughs> like I said, we need to talk offline. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So anyway, but so just basically how we, we want to say how wonderful Grace and Frankie is. It had really sweet characters in the end. Yes, bitchy at times, but it was a sweet show. Yeah. And Honestly, it's... I would, I would say that I think the, the relationship that in some ways I love the most and in other ways... I think that again, actual gay um, 
actors would have brought a little nuance is I love the two men. They're yeah. so sweet to each other. They are. They are just, I mean, even when they're mad, their fights are just super cute. And I really oh I do, I do love that. And I think And you guys have to watch the last because I really will. want to talk about we that. Will. Oh my goodness. But I really, really, and I've been really hard and there it gets so sweet and tender and you guys need to finish it so we can talk about that shit oh, but anyway fine. i had a costume <laughs> so, make that was you know yeah so tent. for our listeners we had the show planned but we had on our end des and i were busy with just getting ourselves out there for the costume contest and we did not finish the assignment sorry we tried we tried really hard we encourage you to do it though you should definitely do it and summer's coming up so i'll be able right and as we wrap up the show contact us share share with us your stories your ideas your questions you can connect with us via email or any one of our social media accounts you'll hear that at the end of our episode and i do want to add in because we need to redo that with my also get a hold of me on my personal twitter account which is Gary underscore Thorne, please get a hold of me. Um, how, how do you spell Thorin? Gary, hey, oh, Gary, how do you spell Thorin? It's T-H-O-R-E-N, just like Thorin Opichil, but an E instead of an I. I always like to say that. So. Uh, obviously, because that was rehearsed. <laughs> oh, no, I have just said that so many times because people, especially after the movies, they now know who that is. So oh, it's an easy way I to say it. no idea who it is. I will you know say that. Shield is? No, and I will. Oh say, my god! I will say you can get a hold of me since Gary's getting out his personal shit. At <laughs> get shit done with Holly Ray. That's R A E. Get shit done with Holly Ray. Huh? There you go. And you get a hold of us, please. It's not. It's not as weird as Thorin. Nah. <laughs> Honey, nothing is as weird as Thorin. Just accept it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> No, in all seriousness, thank you so much for allowing us to join you in your ears and share our stories. Again, connect with us on social media so we can continue to love on you. And until next time, be well. And be queer, you fabulous motherfuckers. And have a great day. <laughs> it's so cute. This is adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. Come, on, say mother, come on, say motherfuckers, Desiree. Just say, yeah, say motherfucker. Have the best day available. <laughs> oh, I think, that's a, I think that's all we're going to get. All right. Until yeah. next time. Peace out. Bye. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Quernundrum Podcast. And email us at Quernundrum at Quernundrum.com. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well. And be queer.